They are telling me the song is over. What a beautiful song. Mtande. Uh, we've got the artist for the song. You must be asking yourself, Kenzakadan in studio, why, why is Umantudli uh, wanting to dance more despite the fact she says she's got a sore throat? It's because we've got Mshana Deev in the studio who wrote that song, well, who is the musician of the song and he'll tell us who he worked with um, while uh, producing the song. He is a fresh artist, um, born uh, in Guazul Natale, Peter Maritzburg, but had the opportunity of growing up in Cape Town. And we'll talk more about his story. His name is Tembinkosi Lucas Mbelu. However, we know him as Mshana Dev. Good yes. morning. Um, very good morning to you, ma'am. How are you? Ngapi, like, ma'am. No, guys, this is South Africa, guys. I know where you guys are getting this nonsense from. I even tell Amanda, can you ma'am, in South Africa. You know what we're here for? Yes. We are here for this great music that you've put together. Okay. okay. We are here to find out about your journey. Um, Is this your debut album or do you have other music that you have produced before? Um, This is um, more music on more music that I've produced Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Um, Firstly, greeting to everybody, um, listeners of the beautiful SAFM. The um, it's a great opportunity to to be here. Gabongwuti for having me as early as possible, as early as it is. Laikaya, thank you for having me. Um, um, is it my debut music? The question. No, ma'am. I've been around at least Nyana for a couple of years now. Uh, Umshana is a musician that has started out in 2018. Yes, ma'am, 2018. And he actually started out in gospel, hip-hop. Are we still talking about you or someone else? This is me. You're referring to yourself in third person. You're confusing me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I love you so much. <laughs> You're making my morning. You're making my morning. All right, so you started in 2018. Yes, ma'am. And how has the journey been for you? 2018, 2024, you had to experience the COVID, uh, load shedding. Um, how has the journey been? The journey has been journeying. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> that I can say for sure. Yeah, ma'am, thank you for the question. Yeah, it's been a journey, mm-hmm. um, uh, a fruitful one at the same time, a very educational one. Yeah. Like you said, there has been a whole lot happening for us as artists, COVID and all of those kind of things. But we can only thank God to be able to be still standing and still pushing this yeah. thing. Because yeah. basically for me, this is not only my dream, but I've built my bed and butter. So I do not have any other option but to stick at this that I believe so. Um, so it, it's been a journey, yes, but yet here we're still here. I mean, despite the challenges that we've gone through, despite what we've the challenges yes, to let's on and, mm. and and how did you you say it's your bread and butter but during COVID we couldn't have physical events people were cash traps they were not necessarily downloading or buying much music yeah. how did you survive during that period well now that is where I can say um, family came through you know family support that was when because yeah, there was no other options. There was no other plan. But otherwise, that was, I can say, family. Mm. Straight up family. And and I, I'm sure we can encourage artists out there 
who might not have the family support that you have the privilege of having. Um, How do they make it? Because, yes, it's post-COVID, but it doesn't mean that there are enough events. Yes. Uh, It doesn't mean there is enough um, downloading of your music or purchasing of your music. So how can you encourage those who are facing tough times as artists? Because the arts is, is... it's supposed to be bringing in a lot um, but it's not. as GDP, but mm. currently no one is really giving it as much as attention as it should have. No, um, no, thank you for that question. Like That's one of the most important questions, really, if, if we can speak share the truth. Arts is no longer what it used to be. Um, it's very hard. It's very, very hard. What I can encourage, um, the, the most way I can encourage other artists is that um, despite all, every challenge that we have, you know, still push through it man um eventually you will get a breakthrough because um we have the privilege of social media um as much as social media might not give you the immediate um money or abona that you really want but it gives more exposure than the than the, than the late exposures that we used to have understand like media other me- other sort of medias but social media is helping out on those aspects um yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the only thing I can say right now because mm. I won't lie, I can't say to anyone that hey, my guy do this and it will work. You understand? Because even I myself, I'm still in a space which way I'm still, even though it's been years, mm. but mm. yet I am not where I still I wanna be as an artist. I'm still pushing through, still fighting to get to where I wanna be. One one of the things that I find for artists, and this is not only just musicians, I'm talking about everyone who's an artist, um, as um, broadcasting actors, um, you know, um, a fine artist, uh, those who use canvas and paint. The one thing I find about artists is that we become so passionate about our gift, our calling, and our passion makes us so aloof to reality. And the one um, word of advice I would uh, at least say to you is, I think you're still young, up and coming, you still want to make it bigger in the industry and to everyone else. You're a brand. You are a business. Yes. You, your craft should be used as a business because if you don't learn that, you'll never make money. You'll never make money. Then you find someone making a living off being a voiceover artist. And that's all they do because they understand their voice is a brand. They understand that um, this is a tool of service. So this is one thing I would say to young people. As much as pushing, pushing, it's good to push. But push with an understanding that the business. This is a business. Know how to read contracts or have someone to read contracts for you. Mm -hmm. Know how to negotiate. Know how to price yourself. Don't overprice, don't underprice. Um, and put yourself out there, like you're saying. Social media, yes, helps to, to, to punch you. But, I mean, if you think of the likes of Boomshaka, long time ago, Aisha. before even <laughs> cell phone became popular mm. in every household, before social media, Boomshaka just made it. In Ghana, few, we knew about them. Yeah. Without, so with or without social media, if we are able to understand we are business, you know, so I, I think there's, there's, that's my nugget of wisdom okay. this Friday morning, right? Thank you, um, thank you. Let, let's go back to this beautiful music. Uh, who, who did you work with or who have you worked with in the past this, oh, it's almost five, six years, mm-hmm. you in the industry? Yes, ma'am. Well, um, thank you for the question and thank you for that word of wisdom right there. Uh-huh. 
But um, throughout the years, I've worked with people like um, Lina Nikumete. I've worked with people um, like Onogzini, um, mostly artists from from Durban. Um, yeah, I've worked with people like um, Trevor Marco. Uh, yes, um, and I've I had a privilege also on this song that we currently have just listened to, M Nandilani Mutandi. I worked with my a, a close friend of mine called Upila, Umfananji Pushela and I, but very talented. Um, I worked with him on this specific song. Yeah, man, it's been a process, and I've worked. Um, I have the privilege of working with an artist called Ukekemakheta. Um, from years back and even from um, my previous, pro uh, my current project, sorry, I've worked with the likes of him. Mbukekemaheta is also an artist. Um, yeah, man, I have, yeah, I had a privilege to work with different people, um, with different genres, and I'm grateful for that because they've helped me and they've helped me grow as an artist myself as I sit here today. Yeah, so that's basically the people that I've worked with so far. And I'm still going to work with more, obviously. my That's my heart desire to be working with more. I, I love the fact that you have incorporated so many people in the industry. That yes. means th there's fruitfulness in your music, you know. Yes, uh, you know, Tim Kosi, you say you are hoping to work with many other people. Name drop. Who are you hoping to collaborate yeah. with? You know, they can, could be listening or their friends. Can could be we listening. have drum rolls there? Drum roll, <laughs> drum roll. Oh, man. I would definitely love to work with this Java. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. I would definitely love to work with Java. I would definitely love to work with Unesty C. Um, yo, I would definitely love to work with KO. Um, I, ma'am, you uh, producers wise, I would love, love, love to work with this. Uh, there's a DJ called the Speedy, yes, Speedy. Yeah, well, I would definitely love to work with him. Yeah, and I would love to love with PH due to my music that I kind of do. So I'm gonna only name drop those kind of people that those, that do the certain kind of music that I would love to do. Um, and last but not least, <clears throat> this is the most important one I can say that I would really, really love to work with, um, which is, <laughs> it's crazy, but I would really love to work with um, uh, a DJ called Mluvez. Um, the name, the reason why I'm name dropping him here is there's actually something that we're working on with, with him. So I want it to be out in the universe so that, you know, well, when it happens, it's already out there, Mluvez. I'm very disappointed. Your entire list has no female. Uh, it has. It does not bridge a generational gap, <laughs> but that uh, that, uh, it, that you know, I'm disappointed. Uh, who who has yeah. inspired you? Maybe let me ask that. I love all the artists, by the way, that you okay. want to work with. But I mean, there should be a female. A I female. Like was no, I'm not forcing you. No, no. But I'm just saying to show with the, the social cohesion line yeah, yeah. and then the the generational gap. you need to learn from someone in Lela So who has inspired you in your music journey? From the past, growing up, growing up, I grew up in Gimtala. Growing up, growing up, I I can say I can really say oh oh Mama Brenda is one of the people that you know inspired. She the music she did was the kind of music even though I um oh. 
Mambo brand uh, who else man it, now you see the names are trying they, they're trying it's up. fine it's yeah, fine the names are trying um so let's, let's go back to another song there's a, a song that's a bit more upbeat up tempo i see <laughs> from shana dev it's divine reading productions babe okay okay one of these are the vibes that uh, show us that Um Shanadev is still young. Yeah, turn up. It's a Friday. Yeah, turn up. We gotta turn up, right? <laughs> all right, all right. Tell us about the song. Very different from Tand. Yes, very um, different genres. Very, 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 very. But the crazy, yes, the crazy thing about it is it was produced by the same producer, though. Wow, yeah. diversity. Mm-hmm. Talk about diversity. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, turn up, um, turn up is basically what it is, um, what it says. Um, turn up is a song which, for me now, is when we were doing it, um, it was basically an impromptu kind of song. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, we're gonna do something else. You're about to go to a club. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no, not really. But uh, but that was the feeling because it was done on a Friday. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, it's a Friday. What can we do? Like so that will complement the day that we end. But Turn Up is a song that um, basically speaks a lot of things because um, on the lyrics itself, it says that Kutal is in the sense that mm. You know, there's a lot that we go through as people. Some self-inflicted, some circumstantial, yes. external, internal factors. Yes. You didn't have um, a rosy upbringing in terms of what experiences you had to go through. I know that True. at some point um, you had a bump in with the law. Yes. Tell us about that because I think maybe even the diversity in your music comes from your experiences. True. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that question. Um, yeah, um, growing up in Cape Town in a location called a lower crossroad in Philippi East, um, I grew up in a location which had negative and positive people, right? Um, they were positive role models to look up to at the time, but I guess what was more um, eye-capturing for me as a young young boy or young person at the time was the negative side because those were the people that were having the things which I desired as a young man. You know, um, having the flashy cars that that had the good clothes or having girls around them, all those kind of things. People whom I thought they were respected but actually feared in the community. Um, And they lived a life in a certain which was on the other side of the law. So um, that is basically, um, I won't lie, that is actually what attracted me as a young boy at the time in my teenage years. And I also fell into the same trap. Um, I say it's a trap because why it seemed as if it's a nice thing, but as it was wrong, even though I knew it was wrong, even I myself. Because Uma, Uma did her best. My mom was um, was a domestic worker. But being the only child, she worked, um, she, she worked as hard as she could. She took me to a good schools and, and making sure that, okay, you might have a better life than she had. Yeah, but then I guess me I chose that way. 
and eventually um by grace i say by grace that i eventually got arrested because if i had not been arrested i would be probably buried by now due to the life that i lived i got arrested and for what were you arrested for i was arrested for robbery robbery grave how old were you i was um 17 sure yes ma'am man i was 17 and um i was sentenced um to 15 years three months in Drakenstein, I served my years in uh, Drakenstein, which was known at the time of Vita van Sterk. Um, yeah, that's where I served, and that is where I, my life was changed, I can basically say that. Hmm. You know, as as a parent, and I'm sure a lot of um, A-teamers who are listening are, are touched by the way you were brought up. Um, uh, you were brought up by a mom who tried her best, but circumstances led you to say, I mean, I want to be cool. I want to be with the in-click. Um, and they're asking themselves, how can I ensure that my own son or daughter at that age does not go that, that way? Same yes, you say it's, it's, it's a blessing for you to have had that encounter because look at where you are now. But not everyone not will everyone. have that true, blessing. True, true. So how can you encourage people who are parents, who are guardians, who are grandparents right now, what should they be doing or what should we be doing to encourage our children uh, to stay away, away from crime and drugs and the likes? Um, yeah, thank you for that question. Um, that's really an important question. I would say pay attention. Um, pay attention to your son's or even daughter's movements most of the time because as kids, our kids can lie. We can pretend as if we are the best of children behaving. That's what I did. My mother never knew I never went to school. She thought I went to school every day. There were times when I, which I didn't go to school. Or I would go to school, but still do the activities. Understand? So we, I would say pay attention. Um, these days, they allow people to bring children actually to prison to see what's the, the kind of life you know, have take them as a group take them to the writer request just so that kids could see what do they really want this kind of life or is it just because of the hype of what people because these days even prisoners have TikToks and all of that so it seems as if it's cool Whereas the life in there ain't worth this on TikTok. Mm. So I'd say, for, I, would, I would advise parents to please write requests, take them as a group. Once you sing at these activities, even if there are no activities that you see, but try to, to make them aware. Yeah, but you're also not making it easy for us as parents. Look at you. Uh, you came out now, you, you know, releasing music, you dressed in drip, you dressed in swag. Like you say, there's the TikTok within prison, so it looks like Nandi. Yes, everything true. is happening. Um, I think it's a holistic approach. And, and since you found yourself, even your name, Gabon Oti, Lord Dev, it's the evangelist. Thank <laughs> talk, you. Talk, talk to me. Tim, exactly. Talk to me. Exactly. As, as as I was saying by grace, mm. um, I, I I I entered prison being a gang member already. I was part of the twenty eights and I actually still continued living that life for a couple of years while I was still in prison. But um things happened in prison and I finally got a time to think about my life because I have a daughter. Uh, and I 
having my mother also so being the only child at home I had time to think is this really the life that I want do I really want to die in prison or do I really want to spend more years in prison or do I actually want to like get my act together understand because in prison itself you have an opportunity you choose what your life would be it's either you want to continue with gangsterism itself or with everything or you choose to better your life mm. there's programs to better your life you can educate yourself you can you know there's programs to better you as a person understand but so i that's what i decided which as in enough is enough um but i did not do that alone i won't lie i had assistance my assistance was when i accepted the lord and jesus as my lord and savior um a lot changed uh, my friends also changed because i will now you leaving us and you choosing a, a way that we do not know but that for me was the best decision because why from that decision that i made that day i never turned back i looked forward and it helped me to better myself as a person and even to make my mother proud because she was always worried to see am i really what i say i mm. am Mm. You know, so sure, what a beautiful journey, music journey, life journey. Mshana, the ever Tembungosi, Lucas and Belo. How do people book you? Oh yes, or follow you. you as well on social media. Thank you for that question. Um, I, on my socials, I am uh, on my socials. I am Shana Ev, which is on Facebook. Um, on my Facebook personal account, it's Tim Gosi. Lucas Mbedu, and that is where you get all the information. I'm making it easier that way because if you just go to Tim Gosimbelu, that's where you get the information how I'm booked. Um, and then on Instagram and on Twitter, it's Mshana, M-S-H-A-N-A-D-E-1 on Instagram and on Twitter. Please do follow me and do know that I follow back. Thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, you didn't tell us who you came with, but in any case... You know, we'll give you a minute just to tell us who you came with. I've had Waterpella, these big superstars. They come from the entourage. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it's a surprise for another time. Can I just put it that way? All right. Yeah. Surprise for another for time. another time. I, oh, is the album dropping? Yeah. Something like Single. that. Ah, single. Okay, okay. Single. Collaborations. Single A stay tuned to the show. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me and for everyone that listens it was listening out there. Have a blessed Friday. Turn up. Yeah. <laughs>